Hello, welcome to Blazebot. It's Thursday, the 9th of March. My name's Ben. On the line is Andrew. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. How are you? How's yourself? Um, very good as well, thank you. Well, we we asked for a nice scrappy 1-0 away yes. win and the Blades delivered. Yeah, feels good, doesn't it? There we go. I would, yeah, I said before, I said it on here. I don't care if they had had one hundred shots to our one and we won one nil. I've taken a Bristol City away performance. It were a bit better than that. It wasn't a cracking game by any stretch of the imagination. At half time, I were really concerned actually because it felt like one of those away games that we had a lot last season where it was just drifting towards nothing. And then it's anyone's game, isn't it? Then it doesn't really matter if you if it's nil nil with twenty minutes to go. The home side are thinking. We can win this now. We'll push on, and I, I was worried about that. But to be fair, I thought we defended a lot. I know that they were awful, Reading, absolutely awful. Really surprised on the view from after where they were saying what a game and you know brilliant performance. Oh God, things have been bad <laughs> <laughs> down there. But um, yeah, I thought I did think we defended pretty soundly against a really weak opposition. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't see any of this game, so I'm going to lean on your expertise. Mm. But I did. Listen to the first half of it. Well, half listen to it on, on Radio mm. Berkshire because um, my wife has the what is it? It's like the iFollow audio subscription. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, the, at half time, that was one of the things I heard. They were like, "It's been a really entertaining game." And I was thinking, yeah. "That's it." <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like I've heard you say anything. I I, no, I don't think. I mean, I, even looking back, I thought because we were all saying at half time. I mean, I were downstairs five minutes before you know the. the the whistle blown for half time, and it were already full. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> conference, which is always a sign it's a bad game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and people downstairs were just like, "God, that were hard work, weren't it?" And stuff like that. But I just thought we were so slow in, for, in the first half, in particular. I thought second half we actually only for about fifteen minutes. But this is what we have been doing in a way against these lesser teams, where we play well for fifteen, twenty minutes, get a win, get a goal, and defend. Mm-hmm. You know, see the game out, which was. Which is what I was pleased to see, um, because we'd, we'd gone back to that. But yeah, I thought about, I don't know, 50 minutes to about 65 minutes, we got a few crosses in, um, but you didn't get in the end on and stuff like that. We were more forward thinking. And the goal sums that up. You know, it's a forward pass for once. <laughs> uh, Bogle with a great, great pass, great run from McBurney. There was no movement in the first half, I didn't feel. And everyone was shouting at, you know, Norwood and. And Berger said, come on, do something. I, I don't know. They were, they were just seemed really static. But in the end, I think we I think we definitely deserve the three points. And again, I'm confused why Reading fans are saying that, oh, we were close to a point. They had, they had one good effort, and that were Andy Carroll. Mm. Uh, and it, were, it would have been a great header, in fairness. But I wasn't concerned. I never, they never, no heart in the mouth moments. Mm. And I really, just as we said on the last episode, just a really important three points like it was mm-hmm. it was massive that we got a win yeah. out of this one i think a you know because this was obviously the game in hand that's been talked the about. dreaded game in hand as johnny's from shore and view obviously i went down with him on the well i didn't go down with him, I saw him on the coach and uh i was also listening about this dreaded game in hand. he goes oh come on we're all dreading it i'm like yeah fair enough <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't dre- i wasn't dreading it that's, that's been like saying I like get what he means. He, obviously oh, we're, it, it's been built up for a long time i think this sort of Four points, but a game in hand, you know, and we needed to win it, I think, realistically. And we've, it should all be well, the match is still on. Obviously, I'm looking out my windows, I'm recording this now, and <laughs> loving it down with snow, but <laughs> it should set us up nicely for Saturday. I think it's still going to be nervous. Every game is going to be nerve wracking now till the end of the season, but it takes a little bit of pressure off, I think. I think we can probably just about afford to win 
I think if we get three points out of the next two games, we're definitely going to go into international break in second place, um, no matter what Middlesbrough do, which is, you know, that's that's good. Mm. I mean, I, I could flip that around and say, like, you know, we, by winning that game in hand for Middlesbrough now, they know any slip-up, they could suddenly be double-digit yeah. points behind yeah. again. And that would probably be that. I think, like, say, say we win on Saturday and they lose to Swansea, which is... Not the most likely outcome, but also not no, completely no. impossible. Um, no, and this is the thing: we we they're playing really well, Middlesbrough, but they have also lost two in the last twelve. They win the rest, and that's why they've gone. That's why they're so close to us because they they don't draw, yeah. and I think they can't really afford draws. And who knows? That might even wide open the other end. Is every game for them really is going to have to be like a basketball game? And it's not done and dusted or anything like that, but it does give you, like you say, a bit of breathing space, and we can afford. I don't want to, but if we take, you know. Even if we lose to Luton or Sunderland, as long as we beat one of them, it's still not a disaster. With because we've after those two games, I think on paper there's only really Burnley and Norwich that you'd look at and go, yeah, maybe second favourites for that. The rest of them, we should be favourites. Yeah, I think that's right. So that that win takes us to seven points clear again. Um, yeah, which just feels. So much more comfortable, <laughs> doesn't it? Exist? Yeah. It's two two and a bit wins essentially that Middlesbrough have to make mm-hmm. up on. Those. There's only eleven games left now, so yeah. So we both win this weekend. Suddenly, there's only ten games left in which to make that that gap up. I looked this mm-hmm. up the other day. So now that we've won that game in hand, we've actually picked up one point more than Borough have from the point where they hired yeah. Michael Carrick. So yeah. in the nineteen games that Carrick has managed. Sheffield United have picked up one point more than Middlesbrough. Obviously, you can yeah. slice this differently. You know, people, uh, I see, you know, tables that's like the last 10 games. Middlesbrough have, you know, picked up three points more or whatever it is. But overall, they haven't actually, well, they literally haven't gained ground on us over the past half of a season and since, since Carrick mm-hmm. took over. And yeah, overall, we, we're kind of just maintaining our advantage a little bit here, aren't we? What, seven yeah, well, I think people think we're in terrible form, and I get this because we've, we lost three out of the last four in the league. But in the in the overall, the bigger picture, the 10 game, I think we're like fourth or fifth, which is fine because of the points, you yeah. know, how, how many points in front we were in the first place. And I don't know. I think I think we can probably, if we replicate the, the last 11 games in the final 11, we'll probably have enough to go up. And we've not been fantastic, so... Yeah, that that was a really really important win. There's going to be twists and turns. I, I still wouldn't be shocked if Middlesbrough get into second place at some point. But I do like that run of games that we've got at the end, and it's going to be difficult because he's nerve wracking, and the teams at the bottom have got stuff to play for. But if you're hand picking a fixture list, mm. you want Wigan at home, you want Cardiff at home, you want Huddersfield. Uh, uh, you know, all right, they're away. Sorry, against Huddersfield, but you know, you want Huddersfield. It's not. We've we've got to be picking up wins in these games, basically. Yeah, I just noticed that as it stands. So we play four of the current bottom six, don't we? I think in our last yeah. six games, yeah, that's, that's not bad, is it? No, um, we, we, I mean the, the hard run is what we've what we're in the middle of now. Uh-huh. That's the hardest run we had left, and then there's just you know there's Luton, Sunderland, Norwich. That's that's the final bad run, and then we've got one hard game against Burnley away. On paper, obviously, we we are going to probably slip up in other games as well. But you know, Middlesbrough didn't. Said so from the start, if Middlesbrough Pippers by winning nine out of their last eleven, my, I will doff my cap to that team and say, <laughs> you know what, you're, you're absolutely fantastic, well deserved. Because even Forrest didn't do that last year. No, indeed. Um, and and yeah, just talking to this this tough run. I mean, all right, Reading are where are they? They're the fifteenth. They've got a six point deduction coming, which would leave mm. them four points off the player. Um, yeah. Excuse me. 
Six points off relegation. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. They've had a very impressive home record this season, which is, I think, I think it's slightly inflated by um, like very good home form right at the start of the season. I think they've been a bit, a bit more yeah. average since then. But I don't yeah. know. I've, I've looked actually. They won four and drawn two out of the last six, but the wins were against pretty substandard sides. But you still got to win them. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, it's, it, it wasn't a, a gimme last night, a, a two nights ago, rather, but apart from the fact this is now a club record seventh consecutive <laughs> away league yeah. win at Reading, as in yeah. we haven't done that against any other team in our history. Which it's ridiculous, is... isn't it? Because obviously before that, the older round. fans will know, like our age will know, you know, when one of them manager, we never beat them. <laughs> no, I mean, almost literally never, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. That, that home defeat to Reading last season is such an anomaly in this run. I think in like the last, I don't know, the last seven or eight seasons, we've basically won every single time we've played them and pretty handily as well. Mm-hmm. It's always on a, I don't know why, but when we play them away, it's always on a freezing cold Tuesday night as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I went to the uh, FA Cup uh, where we won, and that was freezing cold yeah. as well. Well, actually, that cold, uh, um, which is bad for me because I had full thermal suit on, uh, <laughs> top trousers, you know, all layers. Absolutely boiling on the coach. If, if anyone watches show review, I'm on there. Apologise for the language, by the way. I've had a few drinks. Um, my face is absolutely red raw because I'm that warm. <laughs> <laughs> um, any? Uh, yeah. So you you got the coach down. Uh, yeah, you're on you're on the show view video, aren't you? You're, you're loitering. Yeah, there's been some great people as well. By the way, like I'm not going to say it all because I don't want it to say it's like an awards speech. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's some great people there as well. Really, really good away day actually because it's one of those and you, you get on the coach. Or I got up Tuesday morning thinking, what the hell am I doing on a ready night? <laughs> it's going to be minus one and all this sort of stuff. And we've just lost at the weekend and and uh, I'm glad I went. I really did enjoy the day and we got a win. And you can't ask for more than that, really, can you? No, you can't really. Um, I saw multiple people saying they saw you kissing another male fan on the cheek in in the. Uh, wasn't me. Yeah, I, I... in the words shaggy, it wasn't me. Um, it I... was uh, yeah, lookalike who um, with a much redder beard and dare I say bigger nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've independently verified that that was not you. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we we are through the Armad Odzic suspension, which I think is a big deal. Um, because yeah, Basham mm-hmm. can you know d- drop out of the team, and I think Armad Odzic coming back in, particularly uh, with our next opponent Luton, is quite a big deal. Um, who uh, who caught the eye for you then? Because it obviously um, made several changes. Got Baldock and Fleck came off the bench, mm. um, largely due, and we had uh, McAtee and Njai both went off injured. Although it sounds like both. A pretty minor. Um, any players? Yeah, any players, good we, we or bad? Know how that ends, don't I? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I thought uh, McBurney, in particular, second half were absolutely fantastic. I thought he held the ball up really well. I thought that he just battled, and he were a proper centre forward performance. The sort of performances that we looked at other strikers last season and said, "Why don't McBurney do that?" Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily a goal for obviously got him involved in the goal. Didn't really have any shots or anything, but just fantastic work rate, holding it up and defensively. Uh, I felt we were a lot better at the back. I thought Jack Robinson were good again. Um, he, you know, he was pretty faultless at the back. Um, and I thought, ah, people might shoot me down for this. I thought Sander Berger were all right in this game, to be honest. I don't think he were, didn't run the show or anything, but I thought he were our best midfielder, definitely. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's a bit curious that Doyle uh, 
I guess yeah. it wasn't used in this one after it was. So I, was I was worried about the team because obviously we Osborne's out now as well, and he's got an hamstring injury. Mm. Um, obviously, because that's only only injuries we get. Yeah. Um, but I was a bit worried because Bogle and Lowe, as I mentioned in the last pod, so far for really bad defensively, but. Both did, both did a little bit better defensively. I thought Max Lowe were decent, but the consensus on the coach after didn't agree with me, so I might be wrong with that, but I thought it were all right. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Baldock back on Tuesday, Saturday. Yeah, Lowe low has to play, really, doesn't he? Um, I know Ender's supposedly back on the grass, but yeah, mm-hmm. Norrit Davies no nearer to selection. Yeah, Car- Carlos Arbor on Radio Sheffield, which I listened to, sort of half listened to in the second half, he... Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was not happy that Doyle wasn't getting on the pitch. He was, he was like, I've heard this. He was, yeah, like, he was like he was more focused. bothered about that than what was actually happening in the game. Like he just didn't shut up about it for some reason. Just kept going about yeah. how, how demoralising it must be for Doyle. Like, all right, we're, we're trying to win a game of football here. Like, yeah, chill out. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I have to admit, I wasn't happy with the subs at all when Fleck and Sharp came. And I'm thinking like. We've gone to the slowest team of all time, but I thought Sharp in particular did really well, winning free kicks, showing his experience and and getting us up the pitch and stuff. And fair play, you know, it did work in the sense that we didn't really create much. Obviously, Sharp nearly scored himself, but mm. they didn't create anything. So, job done. Yeah, good save from Fodringham, as you mentioned earlier, from the, the Carroll header, although it was kind of down the middle of the goal. It really bothers yeah. me that Carroll wears number two. Um, oh, yeah, really, yeah. And do you know what? Again, I... He's rubbish, Carol. Obviously, well, he's not rubbish, but you know, he's, he's past his best. You're probably their biggest threat, even yeah. Ims, because they just every time getting the ball into him, and he is massive, and he causes a few issues. I think they had four shots, and he must have had three of them. Mm. Yeah, he must have played against us last season as well, though. And yeah, I remember him having like one thirty yarder or something that I think Fodringham saved. Um, yeah, I suppose if you've got a player like that, then you do just try and build all your attacks around him, don't you? Just yeah, launch yeah. it onto his head and and see what happens. I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah just a, a really important win. You know, it, it didn't need to be vintage at all in this one. You know, just at this stage oh. of the season, none of them need to be vintage. But I think it's I think it's a big deal to you know get that that small monkey of not winning away off our backs um, mm. for twenty twenty three. As we said last time, it was only like four games or something like that. But yeah, really, really important to just put that to bed. Um, yeah, just just don't go a goal behind after five minutes is basically the plan, and we, we'll win enough of these away games where uh, it, it doesn't become too tense. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to. I, I can't remember who it was that said this, but uh, there's a quote from Paul Ince afterwards saying uh, there was panic stations for United's mm. defence, and I saw that one of our fans. Uh, it might be Derek Akora, actually, not the Derek. Akora. On S two. Oh yeah. no, it wasn't him for this one. But he, he put another one which we can't repeat. So oh, that's swear true. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. I did send it yeah, and he yeah. said it was more like picnic stations. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely stunning. Uh, really did make me laugh. That seems very, very appropriate for Reading. Um, yeah. Any any other thoughts on the game, mate? You obviously saw it and and yeah, were there. It's not one of those. It's not going to be one of those where it's an important win, but it's not going to be one of those at the end of the season. If if we sold it end of season DVDs, <laughs> you know you're going to be lobbing on. I can't wait for that Reading game, you know. But mm. it was very, very much like the games that we've won away from home since the international break, and and I thought in a, in a bizarre way, it might have been better to win that way than win four 0 against a rubbish side. You think how much can we read into that? Because we did look solid again, and that was the main worry. Because in the last two away games and Middlesbrough at home, we've looked anything but solid. Mm. So it was nice to see. And obviously, we're without Anel, you know, probably our best defender as well. Um, and Baldock is obviously coming back from injury to to look 
that solid against a, like I say, an admittedly weak side, that was pleasing to see. Yeah, if we if we stay solid, we're going to be absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. If we... That's that's what I said. Just be solid. You're probably going to have enough. You know, just enough. Like I say, we play well 10, 15 minute games is often enough against teams in this league. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, tick off that away way in another three points. The the gap goes up to seven on second place. We're only uh, ten points behind Burnley for what it's worth. Middlesbrough are actually uh, Middlesbrough are closer to seventh than they are to us, but obviously nobody yeah. cares about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, like I say, I mean, it, I understand they're on fire. They're on absolute fire, Middlesbrough. They are. And they're playing really well. But as you said, te- you know, technically, there's more chance of them falling out of the playoffs than there is of of them catching us. Um, I listened to Red Off actually, where they were discussed. Uh, Chad's interviewed a Luton fan, and they, even they were saying, you know, if we beat you, we're only six points off you. This was before the game, and. Thinking bloody hell, even they think they can get out, Matty. Which no offence to him, but you know, I think there's a lot of teams in that playoff zone who are, are in really good form at the moment. Middlesbrough, Blackburn, and Luton. So mm. I think you're looking at both sides. If our Middlesbrough looking over your shoulder and looking above. Aye. Well, should we talk about Luton to uh, mm. finish off what will be a, a shorter episode? Um, yeah. Yeah, Luton on Saturday. I mean, we we hope it goes ahead. Like you, I'm looking outside and. There is quite a lot of snow coming down. I think there's plenty more mm. forecasts, but uh, we're still two days away. Hopefully, it'll uh, have cleared off by then. It needs to clear. I don't know where we're going to fit it in otherwise. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Play, do a, like a double header on after our FA Cup quarterfinal or something. Yeah, yeah. Rotate the team for that one. Um, Luton, are, uh, this is going to be tough, mate. This is a tougher game than I yeah. thought, if you like, on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, not only have they been picking up points at a... Very impressive rate. I think they. Yeah. I, I don't know. Have they got more points than us this year? I think or something. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. Calendar, so. obviously. Um, yeah. But the underlying numbers suggest they're a, a good team as well, like a top six team. Um, mm. But yeah, they defensively very very strong. The second best open play xG against and sixth best um, set play xG against. I think there's only mm. yeah only us and Burnley have conceded less goals this season than they have. So yeah, um, yeah it's. It's going to be a hard game, this one. I think, I mean, I still think we're a better team, obviously, because just look at the table. But um, yeah, it's, I guess the thing is, you know, stylistically, we know what to expect, but I find it interesting how much Luton have kind of leaned into that style of like just being the anti Swansea, you know, just get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they literally get it forward quicker than any other team in the league. They, you know, not really bothered about possession or passes or anything like that. It's all just get it forward, get it forward, get it forward as quickly as possible. Yeah. And it, it works for them. It's, it's worked really, really well. They're obviously not a, a big budget team. They don't have many, too many star names. Like not, you know, no. don't, I don't think that's disrespectful to I say. I think Morrison, uh, uh, go on, Adi, uh, Adibayo. Come on. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adi I think they, they're really forming a nice partnership, mm-hmm. which they did. You know, I mean, I mean, I remember the Kenilworth Road, Road game and we were possibly lucky to get a point in that. Maybe not. I'm not sure. They were, they're a good side, and then you look at the results. You just you know, just a just staring at them now. Very close games, one nil, one nil, one nil, one one. You know what I mean? It's the, the close games, and obviously we've been winning one nil or losing one nil in the past few weeks as well. So expecting it to be yeah, twitchy bum time. Yeah, it could, it could be a first goal wins kind of game. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've conceded thirty four in thirty five and only scored forty three in thirty five. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, they've got a lot of draws. I think. I think uh... Yeah, only only Rotherham have drawn more games than them this season. Um, so yeah, team that keeps it tight and is very effective at it. This, I, you re- I'm going to jinx this. Are you ready? Um, Here we go. 
slight quirk. So they have the fourth best set play XG in the league, um, but they've only scored seven set piece goals, which means only four of the teams okay. have scored less set piece goals. So they've scored seven. We've we've actually scored sixteen. So uh, yeah, yeah, expect them to go flying into the back of our net this weekend. Now that I've said it. Um, I think uh, like, I saw people like slagging Norwood. Well, I heard people should say slagging Norwood's corners off. Like Norwood's corner, bloody rubbish. And I'm like, if you look at the set piece, we're actually really good at set pieces. Which, which what people it doesn't seem that way. I understand that, but yeah. Second most set piece goals in the league behind Millwall is Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because Millwall, that's Millwall's game, isn't it? Really, as well. So yeah, with, with big big bad Jake Cooper. Yeah. Son of yeah. Man. Um, uh, <laughs> is in, is I thought it was quite interesting looking on the Opta stuff with that zones of uh, zones of control like pitch map. Basically, mm. uh, and just give up loads of possession out on their own wings. So, like in the fullback position for them, essentially, they just mm. it looks like they just jam their box and the mid like the D and basically give up the wings. So, and it's been really effective, obviously, because they've only considered thirty four goals. But yeah, of course, yeah, suggests this is this is a game where. It will come down to how good our wing backs are going forward. Maybe Bogle starts then. Actually, I, I said I, I want Baldock back in, but maybe maybe it is a game for Bogle, especially an L being back as well. Yeah, yeah. So can can we find a killer pass or a cross from out wide? Um, you know, and McBurney to find some space in what will be mm-hmm. a, a packed penalty area against them. But yeah, this is uh, this is obviously another another big game uh, and another game where. It, any means necessary, give me three points because I do yep. think it is going to be. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be like a hard physical game. They're not. They aren't quite. An... No, it's going to be a frustrating one. Yeah, I think. I think that's what everything points to. It's going to be. A, it's going to be unbelievably tight. If we get two goals in front, I, I'd be pretty surprised. You know what I mean? I think if we're going to win, it's probably going to be by the odd goal. Yeah, first first goal is is probably bigger in this one than most other games that we'll play yeah. this season. Um, one other wrinkle to this: <sighs> the referee on Saturday is uh, Lee oh, no, Lee no. Doughty or Doughty. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Um, who fans may remember was the referee for the second game against Wrexham with his highly questionable decision making. Now, I think the bigger yeah. thing here is not that he was a bad referee in that game, but that. Our club captain has literally just been disciplined, like in the last ten days or so, for comments made about this referee, and now yeah. he's being sent to officiate our game. I'm surprised they're letting him do it with everything, because obviously he's not actually been charged yet, has he? Like Billy Sharp, so yeah. but he's been charged. Whatever, there's been no verdict or whatever. So I'm surprised that they're letting this guy. Hopefully, is is reflected on his bias in <laughs> <laughs> Wrexham and says, oh, I need to give these guys a pen, actually, from nothing. So, yeah, start diving outside the area and this guy might get you a pen. Yeah, start <laughs> diving on the centre circle. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I sort of flag this more... I, surely he can't be as bad as he was against Wrexham. Like, as in, you know, bad at the act of refereeing. But mm. it, it just, yeah, it just strikes me as really odd that he would be assigned to a Sheffield United game so soon yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't bring this up to, like... Suggest there's some bias or anything like that. It just seems it just seems like a bad decision to appoint him to this game. And yeah, hopefully he has a better game than uh, he did against Wrexham because yeah, that was um, that was a shock. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really I'm really intrigued to see how he approaches it because he's probably going to get as soon as people work out who he is, he's going to get booed from like you know thirty seconds in or something like that. So. Mm. You'll see, like, if he wants to put on some more performance art on, like he did last time, or if he wants to be a normal referee. Yeah, fingers crossed for a normal referee. Um, yeah. 
anything else you want to say about Luton or the next game? Uh, no, like I say, I mean, the only other thing to uh, maybe talk about is Armand Dozy being at the game. Oh, blimey, yeah, I completely forgot that, yeah, so... yeah. Yeah. Next to Betis. Betis. Is it, is I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah, Betis. <laughs> French, French associate yeah. or something. Yeah, Dozy, Dozy and Bousse. Um, I don't. I'm not even sure we've actually said his name on this podcast because uh, I don't know. I was kind of keeping my powder dry to see if anything actually comes of it. But yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, he is, of course, the um, the the fellow who is trying to buy Sheffield United and is in quite advanced stages to buy United. And, uh, yeah, he, he was at the game in the director's box or whatever the other night. So that suggests that, um, yeah, things are moving to a conclusion. Yeah, we thought we spotted him, but it turned out we were just a Reading Academy player. Because it were quite far away. So you turn around in a Reading badge and all that. I don't know, it's not him. <laughs> yeah, it's very confused. Unless he's there. Yeah. It's, just, it's got his finger in both pies there. It's like, yeah, Reading for sale as well, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know what's happening with it. I mean, uh, I don't know the guys. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the guys' names, but there's a uh, Nigerian journalist on. Uh, he's worked for the BBC before. Um, more into politics than anything else, I think. But he's basically said the EFL have not ratified the deal. But then a, a very well-respected pastor on S2 has said it's gone through. So, you know, it, we're in the no wars right again. <laughs> Time will tell, I suppose. Um, it'd be nice to have a resolution. Either way, obviously, um, I want to get that embargo cleared off. We, we obviously that was the embargo derby the other night, wasn't it? Well, yeah, mate, yeah, the embargo derby, yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, I like to. I don't know if you've seen behind the blade yet. Mm, I, I, I skimmed through it. Yeah, the very end where one of the Reading fans is saying. See you in two seasons. You're not going to do the Premier League. It's like you're hoping, aren't you? That you're going to stay up for two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. I did see. I, I skipped to the bit that you'd flagged to me of uh, yeah. somebody. <laughs> I believe it's one of our own fans telling. It is our own fan. There's a, seems like the microphone is just banged next to this one fan who's just criticising everybody. And my favourite bit is when Indy goes yeah, down that's it. and he just says, F off, Ilay. He's like, it's not his fault. <laughs> what would you want to do? <laughs> what a response to you, Ben, player being injured. Oh, get off. I understand what he means as well because it, it, he's, I don't, he's not telling him that, but he's like, he's, oh, no, no please, yeah. like, You know what I mean? But it just looks like he's having a go at him for being injured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Um, it doesn't sound like he is. It sounds like he's just got a dead leg or something from, um, yeah. I presume, from when he got that, got the, I presume from the goal itself. Like, yeah, gets a bit I of think so, yeah. Uh, and Matty... I mean, there's no point. Go Sorry, on. is he doing his press conference today? Well, yeah, it will be, yeah, Thursday. It's it? pointless yeah. in it anyway. I don't know why I'm saying that because he's just going to lie in it. Probably, yeah. Um, final thing, uh, I think this is still relevant. Chris Wilder, the new Watford manager, which yes. means Watford have changed their manager yet again. Uh, I was reminded of one of my pre-season predictions, which I think was it was supposed to be a, a long-shot prediction, but I predicted that Watford would actually not change their manager during this season. Well... They've changed the manager. Yeah. They changed the manager for and, and brought in Wilder. What do you? Would you? Any any thoughts on that? I'm surprised he's gone there because he's more. He seems more of a long term project sort of guy, which he's definitely not going to get at Watford. He's going to be. Is it just till the end of the season? It's just till the end of the season. Yeah. I suppose they're a good set of players, and if you can get them motivated, he's got as good a chance as anyone as getting them up, aren't they? To be fair, I'm glad we've played him twice. Yeah, that's true. It, I guess it's a bit of a it's a bit of a no lose for him, isn't it? Because they. They probably should be doing better than they are. Oh god, my god! What for the tenth? I know there's a, this is all yeah, bunched up yeah. at the moment, but yeah, they they should really be 
creeping into the top six at least. Do you know what? Take us out of it, and the race for the playoffs this year is unbelievably exciting because these teams who you expect to be cemented in there, Watford and Norwich, for instance, it would it would below the likes of Blackburn and Luton and even Middlesbrough. You know, it's some big a team either either a team who's been up there for a while is going to miss out, and I'm not saying that's going to be us by the way, but or uh, someone's going to miss out who really needs to go up. West Brom's another one; they're ninth. What are Coventry doing in eighth, mate? Uh, yeah, Coventry in eighth, yeah. I'm sure they were sixteenth when I last looked at this. <laughs> I, I actually just went and checked to make sure I'm not looking at a table from like two seasons ago or something. It's bizarre. Sunderland like being top six pretty much all season. Now down in eleventh, uh, it's it's all over the place, isn't it? This is why I'm glad that we're not playing one of these. I know we're playing West Brom. We've got Norwich, but we've pretty much played all these teams being grouped up. With Sunderland, you could. <sighs> They're only six points off the playoffs, Sunderland, but there's a lot of teams above them we expect to get in now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Wilder goes to Watford. It's a good... Um, I think it is actually a good job for him. Like, because say he gets them, you know, to play a final or something, even if he don't win it, it mm. that goes quite a long way to rehabilit- rehabilitating whatever, you know, reputational damage he's suffered, I suppose, since, um, yeah. since he went to Middlesbrough. I suppose the ideal is United, you know, cruise to second place... And then uh, Watford knock out Middlesbrough in the playoffs. That would be quite a. Quite Can you a imagine story. that? I, I actually saw the Middlesbrough. I went on Middlesbrough forum really cocky, by the way. Uh, so I sent you the link, like, sort of like. Anyway, I'm not going to go into it. But they were like, sort of. They, they seem to think we're all thinking we're up, and it's like, no, it's the complete opposite. Half, <laughs> most of our fans think we're going to blow it. Yeah, I could say you've met Sheffield United fans. I know, yeah, ridiculous. But they're really confident. There's, one of them said, like, there's, there's absolutely no part of him that doesn't believe they're going up in second. But anyway. But they, they were talking about, would they rather lose to Sunderland in the playoffs or Watford? Because obviously Sunderland local rivals, and then you've got the, the wilder factor with Watford. I mean, that would be a bit of taste, wouldn't it? Mind you, they might knock us out yet in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. They're running. I'm just looking now because I just thought, uh, I wonder if there's any, any chance of Wilder doing us a favour and taking really some points. Easy, yeah. Oh, my Lord. QPR, Birmingham, Wigan, Luton is mm. by far their hardest remaining game. Huddersfield, mm. Coventry, Bristol City, Cardiff City, Hull, Sunderland, Stoke. Like that's one yeah. one playoff team, and then everyone else is like just mid table muck or worse. So, yeah, they, I expect them to get in because I expect them to get in under Billy. To be fair, because I think the players are too good. Yeah, so good, good for him. I mean, I, I hope he does well. Obviously, as long as it doesn't, you know, harm United's chances of finishing in, in the top two. Um, mm. Yeah, and I, I think there's, uh, I think his stock will have risen by the end of the season. If it hasn't, you know, if they somehow scuffle to eighth, tenth place or something, then uh, yeah, it's it's going to be tricky to see where he goes next. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I I don't know. The, the managerial change actually took me by surprise a little bit. For I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't realize things were actually getting to the stage where they're even considering getting rid of Billich. But um, yeah, mm. Wilder was out there, so uh, they 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 got their man. It's just yeah, such a yeah. weird club. What. A, like three totally different managers in one season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even playing the same sort of football or anything. Yeah. Stupid team. And yet somehow yeah. they're probably, yeah, they're probably not a, not the worst bet for promotion in the playoffs. No. Somehow, idiots. Um, well, mate, there we go. Uh, I don't think we've got anything else particularly to say about that. But um, yeah, just a really important win for United. Like, I know we talked about it before, but I, uh, I would have been in. I would have been in. in Dire straits in terms of confidence if we, if we dropped points um, yeah. at Reading, 
So, so important to get a win. And yeah, if we can just do the same on Saturday, then uh, it's it's going to start looking very, very favourable again, regardless of what Middlesbrough do at Swansea. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a, um, a a double, if you like. A, a win well, last, I mean, last time we played in these sort of conditions, if it does go ahead with Bristol City, when we got the orange ball out, we won 2-0. So, oh, let's yeah. hope we go for that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, let's hope that happens again. It'll be right. We've got... Uh, Noah's coming over, isn't he, of, of Red Half? No, yeah. Um, I hope it's on for him, because imagine if, like, <laughs> come all that way. To be fair, I think he's going to Sunderland and the quarterfinal as well, but, yeah, it'd be nice for him to get, obviously, all three in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, hopefully it's going to clear up by him. We're good. I, I want to get to football on Saturday, so... Yeah. Sod off snow, basically. I'm not dressed in as warm this time, <laughs> after the tragedy of Tuesday when I nearly burst into a ball of flames. So. <laughs> oh, uh, do you want to say anything about your, your coach ending up at Brentford and not Reading? Yeah, I don't really know what happened. I just had a lot of muttering halfway through the Jabal, well into the journey. So, where's the effing going here? <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, we were supposed to be going to... Uh, Oh, go on, uh, Windsor. Oh, uh, I don't even know where we ended up, to be fair. John Earl, um off uh, Shore and View, um, guided him to a, to a pub. Um, so, yeah, f- thanks to him. And um, But, yeah, I don't know what we're going on. Yeah. He said he couldn't hear, but he couldn't hear his sat-nav because it was too loud. <laughs> that the coach, not the sat-nav. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I've seen photographic evidence that the coach was in Brentford, which is a long way from Reading. Yeah, long, honest. long way from Reading, yeah. I mean, it's a shame because, you know, Brentford... They used to have done four pubs on the corner of the ground. We could have just got in all them, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Uh, right, mate, what, uh, what do you want to plug? View from Reading? Anything else? Yeah, view from Reading. Uh, I think that's about it. I'm going to have pre-match view from Luton up tomorrow, hopefully. But it's the hardest one because, obviously, I think they are the smallest fan base. Mm. I think that's right. Always difficult to get enough views from them, to be completely honest, because they... Yeah, the forum's not the most lively, so I might might be a little bit later. It might be Friday night before that comes out because I've got literally no views uh, so far. <laughs> uh, so yeah, bear with me there. Oh yeah, on that subject, I'd like to shout out um, ek two eight seven on S two because I'm having some issues with my website, as you know. I'm stressed out about it. Um, I'm breaking the law at the moment, apparently, but I don't really know how to not break the law. So he's helping me out, trying to get me my consent and everything, whatever it is, on my cookies. Um, and thanks for being patient with someone. Like I, said, I said to him that, as I said it to you, in fact, didn't I, that I'm more out of my depth than Nathan Jones at Southampton when it comes to stuff like this. So thanks for helping me out, yeah. <laughs> yeah I wonder what Luton's... Uh, I'm not sure how, they, how they're travelling this season, Luton, in terms of away numbers, because obviously having a, yeah. another good season. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I, do you know what I like? I, I do like Luton as a, as a club and stuff. I think they, the way that they've come back from, obviously, they're in dire straits, not even 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, fair play to him coming back, and it is going to be difficult. But yeah, just get get some more people on your forum to make it easy for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is of course uh, Jay's employers as well, former former yeah. pod uh, It was a favour. I think I don't think we've lost to him since he's gone there. So yeah, I'm, I don't think uh, have we lost away. No, we drew with him last season, didn't yeah, we? Drew, Drew, and Drew. Yeah, yeah. we haven't played him before. Yeah, so I'll keep up the good work, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, one more thing I was going to say about. Oh, have you got your uh, tickets for Blackburn the home game? I have. I'm in my own seats. No one wants to sit in our seats. So, um, yeah, I'm not one of these people on Twitter going, "Where's Blackburn in my own seat?" I mean, so, um, yeah, you, you've got your, yours as well, haven't you? Yeah, same. Got my uh, usual season ticket seat. Yeah, um, I, not, mm. this, I feel a bit of a hypocrite with this because I'm not really bothered about it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not uh, as in I'm not very. 
I'm not like, I have to sit in my seat, no one else by my seat. Because no, no, no. obviously it's not my seat. But um, at the same time, I have bought the seat I use for my season ticket. Because at least I know I know what the view is there. I'm not going to be stuck behind a pillar or anything. So um... this is I do the same. It's just the easiest thing to do. And I'm safe. I know where I know what, where, what it's going to look like if I, if I pick my own seat. But I'm not that bothered neither. I don't think there'll be as many um, son fans. <laughs> yeah, this is the, possibly was... a, a lower proportion of Korean fans in attendance yeah. for this one unless yeah uh... yeah yeah uh, yeah so i mean unless there's like i don't know loads of chileans there for uh <laughs> Berit and diaz yeah. <laughs> perhaps perhaps um but that is still two games away luton is uh is the next game big one they're all going to be big games in the league for from now on um yeah let's let's get another another three points closer to promotion please blades and that will be lovely right mate uh thanks very much for your time uh i hope you are able to traverse the snow safely and yeah, yeah, warmly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been out in it all. I don't know. It's all right, snow anyway. It's a bit boring, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Roy's view on snow. Ron's view. Ron's view on weather. Yeah, I say that if it, anything, 20, 20 to twenty-five degrees every day, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. And if it, it's a bit selfish, I think of the weather not to have that all the time. But mm-hmm. do you know what anyway. you need to do? You need to move to Cyprus. I've heard someone else has moved to Cyprus. Uh, I can't remember who it is now. Yeah, they don't mention it often. Uh, yeah, if, if anyone, uh, yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows who that is, feel free to, uh, to tweet us. Um, yeah. yeah, slip my mind as well. Uh, right, mate. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, yeah, hopefully I'll see you on Saturday, and um, yeah, hopefully the game goes ahead, and hopefully the players get on three points. Um, yeah, thanks very much again. I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers.